It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Auburn. Michael Pappas, Zach Blackerby in with you guys as we are every single day. Uh, we were supposed to talk to Steven Garcia today. Uh, we're actually going to push that tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be Ferg Friday and uh, an awesome interview with Steven Garcia. Um, we decided to just combine those two and make it a super great show. Let's today be honest. Gonna... He, he he just had to reschedule. That's, that's all it is. All right. Sure. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well this morning. Sweet. I'm doing well. Sweet. We had a huge day yesterday, so. All right, I'm following you today. This is your show today, brother. All right, today uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the coronavirus outbreak in the SEC. Some obviously some some massive stuff happened yesterday. Um, we got a new game preview segment, and then we'll wrap it up with a few listener questions. That sound all right? Let's go. Okay. So the, the big news yesterday, Nick Saban and Alabama's athletic director both testing positive for the coronavirus. Uh, ESPN, I, I pulled some quotes from an article that they wrote, and I got some questions for you, Zach. Okay. Um, Saban told them that he was still able to monitor practice on Wednesday via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then he could talk on the phone with a staff member if he saw anything that needed correction. Quote, I had the manager have a phone, he said. If I wanted a play repeated, I said, repeat that play. So-and-so messed up. Zach, how embarrassing do you think it is for a player to mess up so bad that a coach at home can tell? Uh, I imagine that'd be pretty humiliating. But I think the uh, the aspect of like you know you, you see like all these like massive dudes on Alabama's team, and it's the manager that has to be like, "Hey man, you uh you messed up. We got to do that again." That's the that's the exchange that I think is uncomfortable. I like that's just hilarious to me that, <laughs> that he's on Zoom. Although I guess they do have like full I oh no no it's it's university IT it can't be that good. I uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, like he's he said he didn't have any symptoms, so like he's just chilling at home. I mean, and you know all of these coaches. I mean, to make it to the situation where you're in a a position to be a head coach in a you know any Power Five school, but let alone an SEC school. I mean, these people are so like. I mean, they want hands on with everything. I can't imagine how uncomfortable he is at home having to do all of that. So. It's just kind of, I mean, there's a lot of layers to it. It's just, you know, a lot of people just probably not being very happy about it. Yeah, and, and 
he was cracking jokes with um with the press when he did his press conference yesterday. He told them that uh, must be something pretty big that would keep him from his his Wednesday press conferences that he loves so much. Right. So if, if he's cracking jokes about it, you know I am too. Offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian, who was the head coach at Washington from 2009 to 2013 and at Southern Cal from 2014 or for 2014 and 2015, has been put in charge of operations on the ground with Saban away. Quote, this is straight from the article, Zach. Saban said they haven't yet decided how much autonomy Sarkeesian has to make decisions. End quote. Um, He left out. The ESPN writer did um, how Sark's stint at USC ended. Um, do you think that there's any chance that Saban lets anyone else make any sort of decisions? No. No way. No way in the world. I absolutely agree. And much less Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, correct. I can't believe Steve Sarkeesian has that job, if I'm just being 100% honest with you. Also can't believe he's the number two. Yeah. I, like, th- that was baffling to me. And the fact that uh, this writer, like, offered off that, like, Sark might be the head coach on Saturday, I was like, get out of here. I can't w- – well, you see, Alabama people are now saying – you're seeing some fan accounts like, well, this is just uh, Sark's uh, audition to be, like, the head coach in waiting. You seen that? You seen that going around on Twitter? Yeah, uh-huh. And Bama fans are like, oh, totally. Yeah, this totally works out. It's like, no, this is more like the biggest regular season game you've had in a few years. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> I this wasn't on purpose. Yeah, this is definitely not on purpose. If they want to do something like this on purpose, it'd be against Georgia Southern. Also, like, Saban's never going to, like, willingly, like, not be present for a game. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. Anything else that you want to touch on with this topic, bud? Um, yeah, they, they made it seem like Saban, or, or not they made it seem, Saban said he was wondering whether he'd be able to have communication with his coaches during the game. Um, there, there are rules that say that you cannot do that. So either he's going to be in the building, like you basically you have to be in the building to communicate with them. So between the, like, he's got to be in the press box or on the sideline. You think there's any chance he's not on the sideline? Like, even if he's in a full hazmat suit, do you think he's not? Do you think there's any chance that he's on? he is not on the sideline? I bet they put him in a box. I bet he's in a box, and he's just kind of the only person in there. Yeah. That, With Coca-Cola bottles kind of, like, facing facing mm-hmm. the field so everybody can see him all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want the visual of him in the press box trying to scream at players from the press box. Yeah, he'd be so uncomfortable. But, all right. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see, like, what if they even play this game, if we're being 100% honest here. It, I mean, if... It, it, I mean, if it would be crazy if he was the only person, like, he and the AD were the only people to get it, right? Like, if no players got it, like, that would be... That would be crazy. Yeah, that that's true. But right now, it's just them two, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, speaking of which, Vanderbilt and Missouri, Vanderbilt at Missouri and, and LSU Florida both got postponed. So my last question for you, Zach, okay. about the Rona, and then we'll move on. Do you think it's impressive 
that teams are able to not have positive tests, or do you think it's just disappointing when the uh, a team's not able to avoid them? Like, you know, you can take precautions. So is it just bad coaching? I don't. I don't, I, I think that's the issue. Is that I still don't think we really fully know everything about what's going on. And, you know, one guy can get it, and you just don't know if other people have got it from that one guy until, you know, a few days later. And if they do, then they, you know, spread it to other people during that time. I don't know if that's coaching. I mean, I, I guess part of your responsibilities of being a head coach is, you know, managing the 100-plus, the you know, football team that's, uh, that, that you're leading. But you're not with these guys 24-7. So uh, I don't... I don't want to say it's all the head coach's fault, but also like for the guys that have been there long enough, like you either need to instill a culture that's saying, "Hey, you're all, you're all in here," or you need to just kind of know who you're recruiting and recruit these guys that you know are going to kind of have buy-in in weird situations like this. I mean, this this whole season, and I mean, you're seeing this with viewership ratings across all major sports. You saw it with the NBA. You're now seeing it with the the NFL. You're seeing it with college football. I mean, viewership is down this year, and it's really weird to me because we it was we went months and months and months without a sporting event, and then it's like finally it's back, and then all of a sudden it's just like ah eh, people are like ah eh, whatever. And so I, I think a lot of people's view towards everything going on right now is just like ah eh, this is weird. Who knows if this is even going to count <laughs> a few years from now? Let's just you know let's just kind of push it back to next year. I mean, I, I think the interest all in all is down. So I, I think all of that stuff kind of impacts it. But as far as um, is it bad coaching? I, I don't think so. I, that's just you can't control all these kids. That's just not. It's not really possible. All right. Do you disagree? If you say so. Do you disagree? I mean, no. But like, you know, Saban got it. So a coach like, getting it, it is a different kid. thing than a player getting it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think it is. Hey, uh, we want to give some love to our friends at Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com. They make premium vintage licensed college football apparel uh, and basketball and, and other sports as well. So the Auburn line, they launched that on September 12th. It's been out for a few weeks now. Auburn sales have absolutely been killing it because the line is so fresh. You need to check it out. Uh Love all of their designs. A few of them really stand out to me, but uh, it's the most comfortable thing I have ever owned. Unique historical designs. They're incredibly comfortable. And you, yes, you, can get 20% off your first purchase of any of the Auburn gear. Just use promo code Auburn, A-U-B-U-R-N, at homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Auburn at homefieldapparel.com. Also, today's show brought to you by our good friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even carpet for your vehicle. So go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV, right? Locked on Auburn. And the how did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. All right, Pat, what's next, brother? Let's do a, uh, a new segment. Zach, play the new segment alert. I don't have anything. I didn't know you were going to call for that. I'm sorry. Oh, you, you didn't? Okay. Wow. My bad. Let's do some player support for the game, Zach. Okay. Um, starting first one, 
the one you, you got to go to. It's in every high school yearbook. Most likely to succeed. So we're doing this going into Saturday's game against South Carolina? Yes. So most likely to succeed in the game. Uh, I'll go with Tank Bixby. Okay. That's a good answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Colby Wooden. That's a good answer, too. He's gotten better every week. He has. I think you're right. I think he has gotten better every week. And um, South Carolina is going to run the ball. And I think that uh, he's got a good shot to to step up and have a great day. I'll put Zacoby McLean in here, too. Wow. A tie? No, just, just 1A and then 1B. But the 1A is ahead. All right, what's the next one? The next one is going to be most popular. I'll go Who? take Bixby again. Well, right. he is. I mean, we titled a show earlier this week. Auburn people love Tank Bixby. Uh, I, I can't imagine there's somebody more popular than him right now. Maybe at some point it was Bo, but it's not Bo Nix currently. So, yeah, I'll go take Bixby. Uh, I think it is going to be a receiver, and I'm going to go with um, certified big boy J.J. Pegues. From a receiving aspect? No, just from a most popular aspect. I think coming out of the game, oh, I we're going to be like, okay. wow, that's who everyone's going to be talking about again. I love J.J. Pegues. He's so fun. All right, who's next? Next one is going to be best looking. J.J. Pegues. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, with Seth Williams on this one. Okay. I, I think that he didn't have um, the best game. What is this best looking as far as like, dang, he's handsome or like, dang, that guy can play some football? I, hey, man, I'll, I'll leave that open to your interpretation. Okay. J.J. Pegues for me. Um. Yeah, I think that Seth didn't have the best game last weekend, had a few drops. I think he's going to be uh, coming out looking to to turn that around. I think he's going to look real good on Saturday. Okay. All right. Who's next? Uh, number four is going to be our unsung hero. So immediately, you, you, my brain goes to offensive line when you, when you hear unsung hero of a football team. So I'll go, this is a Brandon Council podcast, so I will go with Brandon Council regardless of where he lines up, and he may line up at guard and tackle on Saturday just because we kind of saw that a week ago, and he did good at both of those spots. And I think his versatility and just overall ability um, allowed him or allowed the offensive coaching staff to kind of mix and match with, with personnel and things like that. So I will, say, uh, I will say Brandon Council for Unsung Hero. I'm going to go with Roger McCreary. That's a good one, too, because good corners don't ever hear their name said. That's a good one. Yeah, I think they're going to say his name like three times the whole game. I think he's also going to have a bounce-back game, and I think he's going to play really well. That's, that's, yeah, I, I like that answer a lot. Uh, and then number five is best friends. <laughs> best friends? So we pick two people? Yeah, we pick a duo. Two guys that uh, play together, play well. I'll they, go... Uh... Um, I'm gonna they go. operate like you know, like their maybe their position group does really well. Maybe they they combine and do things really well. So my brain went to four different tandems just immediately. So and I'm I'm gonna list them all to you. One is McCreary and whoever the other corner is. I'm gonna assume it's Jalen Simpson. I think he's gonna be back. If not, uh, be McCreary and and uh, Pritchett. Uh, the second tandem would be the safeties, Smoke and Sherwood. And then um, the others are on offense. I, I Bo to to Williams was one, and then Bo to Schwartz 
was one. I liked what Knicks did throwing the ball downfield to Schwartz. I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with Bo Nix to Anthony Schwartz for the best friend superlative. I'm going to go with Owen Papo and Chainsaw McClain. Yeah, yeah. I should have thought of that one too. How's it going? Uh, I think that they're, they are going to have a really big impact on the game. And we're going to be like, that's a duo right there. Absolutely. No, those, that's good. That's good. Fun segment idea, Pap. I like that. I absolutely like that. You know what else I like? What else? The great tasting uh, protein bar on the market, the best on the market, and that is Built Bar. And I'm encouraging you to head over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your order. They've got all kinds of flavors. They're up to 18 flavors now. Um, a few that stand out to me are any of the ones involving peanut butter. I love their, uh, their, their brownie flavored as well. Their coconut is one of their more popular ones. I'm not a huge coconut fan, but if that's up your alley, you need to go check out BuiltBar.com. Uh, amazing taste. They're always like coated in chocolate and uh, very low calorie, very high in protein. So once again, BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Locked On. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Pappas, we got a few listener questions uh, before we wrap this thing up. Yes, we're going to start with um, a very... um, Frequent, frequent uh, messenger, I guess you'd say. Is this Ben from North Georgia? It is Ben from North Georgia. What a guy. He said, on the Pegasus cat, instead of fat cat or thick cat, can we go Thundercat? It's not a bad idea. He even said a logo. He's the first listener to text us a logo of something. Ben from North Georgia, I love the energy. <laughs> yeah. However. I love that Thundercat was in all caps when he said it, too. <laughs> I really got stuck on thick cat. You only put one C. Man. No, no, you can. Oh, yeah, he only put one C. Yeah, yeah, he's at least two C's thick. Absolutely, two C's. It, I said at least. That boy like six C's. <laughs> he a thick cat. What <laughs> other listener questions do we have, bud? This one's from Brian C. Hey, Brian. He says, is Tut really the best option at his position? He has looked absolutely awful dating back to the Iron Bowl against Jalen Waddell. He gave up the fourth down conversion and the go-ahead TD to Arkansas Saturday. Thoughts? Love the show, guys. Great work. Thank you, Brian. Um, I think your observation is shared by the vast majority of Auburn fans. Um, Tut has not been good, and um, you absolutely hate it. I think he definitely plays better close to the line of scrimmage, and it's like as far as you get him farther and farther away from the line of scrimmage, he just seems less and less comfortable and more consistently out of position. Um, obviously, the Iron Bowl was like, yeah, that was really bad, but I was able to write that off just because like Jalen Waddle's a freak; like, he does that to everyone. Mm-hmm. But he, he, I mean. It's not a physical thing, but it's just like Georgia was really bad for me. And I know he had some miscues last week against Arkansas, like you said, Brian. But 
Georgia is just like he knew he was he would be facing the guy that he's supposed to be covering, but like he wouldn't engage with him. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't he wouldn't get in position to actually cover him. And I mean, I I was tweeting about it during the game against Arkansas. I'm like, where's Ladarius Tennyson at? We we heard about how impressive this guy has been since day one, since he stepped on campus. Now, I know he's a true freshman, and that nickel position is so, so hard to play. It's harder than playing an outside corner spot. So, once again, I'm willing to write off some of these guys. But it's just, at some point, it's like, okay, you know, every time he's targeted, he's giving up a completion. I mean, I, I, I just don't, like, at, at what point do you say, okay, let's take a look at somebody else here? That's a good question, Zach. That's a good question, Brian. Um, yeah, it, it's a bummer because... I think we both thought he played really well against Kentucky. Yeah, he's he's had a, a tough couple weeks. Yeah, um, we'll see what Kevin still does to to either help him out or or maybe they will have to try someone else out. I'm not sure. Right, and I know uh, back when when Coach Die was alive and he was coming on the drive every week, he went after Tut all the time. He's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, Tut, he, we got to get him out of there. He can't cover the seam. And I and I told him a few times I'm like, well, coach, I mean that, that that's kind of tough to do when he's like expected to play, you know, some underneath stuff as well. And he's like, you got to figure it out though. At this level, you just got to figure it out. I'm like, all right, fair enough, coach. You know more about football than I do. Um, and so I I, 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 as I'm watching Tut play, that's something that kind of comes to mind is you know those conversations that Pat Dye would have on the drive and you know just kind of around the office when he came in to record his show. And it's just, I mean, that was a guy that he called out time and time and time again, and he was right. Shocker. Coach Dye was right one more time. So um, we'll see. We'll see if he, uh, did, has he lost the nickname Sweet Feet in your mind, or do we are we still okay calling him Sweet Feet? I don't think you, I don't think nicknames are something that's get, are given and taken away. I think once you got it, you got it. Really? Okay. All right. It just means it's a little awkward now, right? Oh yeah. Okay. It's awkward. Got it. He's gonna have to live with that. I don't have to live with that. <laughs> okay. Sweet man. Well, hey, uh, you can follow Michael on Twitter at Couch Potato. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Auburn Podcast or on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. It's a Ferg Friday, and we should have a conversation with Stephen Garcia as well, right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.